Hi, I'm George and welcome along to another episode of On The Streets. Today I want to talk about printing. I think I've covered this subject before but I've recently acquired some new equipment so I want to talk about that and also about actually getting your prints done and whatnot. Um, normally I've been getting my prints done at Jessup's which is a high street photography store um, which is local to me and they're usually pretty good because I can go online load up my pictures select which ones I want what size I want send them off to them and normally they're ready next day or even sometimes if I do them early enough in a morning I can get them in pick them up in the afternoon which is quite good um, it seems as though they're printing it on some sort of Fujifilm paper which obviously digital <clears throat> so yeah so that's all quite good and fun but um, I've always wanted to try doing home printing but I've never actually had a printer that's um, been good enough my cheap old Epson one is probably about I don't know five or six years old and basically it was just bought for my daughter to do her college work with so it was never great for actually printing photographs but in the last week or so that's actually started to play up and has not been working sorry and um, yeah so we look to invest in a new printer and I know Mike Gutterman has mentioned a few times about his HP with the instant ink program that he's part of so when we went out looking for a new printer the HP's were actually sort of in our sights and we've managed to pick up a HP printer which is quite nice um, obviously only prints up to A4 size but that's more than good enough for anything that we might want to print like if um, my wife or my daughters uh, need to print any sort of documents or whatever and if I want to print some prints it'll print anything up to the A4 size which I don't think I'd print anything bigger than that to be quite honest anyway and even if I did I think I'd actually go to a, a proper photography store not just Jessup's but somewhere which can do you know nice big prints um, but yeah getting back to the printer so we bought it it was a reasonable price and Luckily enough, this actually came with a nine-month free trial of the Instant Inks. So we've got nine months to try out exactly what we think of it. And because of that, I've been printing out some prints. Um, A6s, A5s, and some A4 ones. And I have to say, I'm quite impressed with what they're printing. The quality looks quite good now I've only been printing it on a cheap um, paper it's branded Polaroid but it was bought in the pound shop for a pound for 25 sheets so I'm quite happy with what it's printing on that so if and when I get some decent quality photo paper I would imagine that the images will come out possibly better um, I did notice when I was in Jessup's the other day picking up some prints that 
they were selling sort of 25, maybe 50, well, I think it was 50 sheets of some sort of matte photo paper A4 size for about 30 quid, which does sound quite expensive, but obviously if the quality is good, then you don't mind paying. <clears throat> Yeah, so, like I say, I've been printing out some black and whites, I've printed out some colour, and I'm quite happy with what the, what the printer is actually producing. Um, I think I might probably use it more so for my print swaps with the print swap group um, than actually, I don't know, I mean, they look quite good, so if you were looking to sell them, I suppose you could sell them at a cheapish price. I know Mike Gutterman uses it to sell his prints when he does his um, print fairs and things like that. So, yeah, the quality is quite good. And, yeah, I'm happy with it. Um, the blacks are definitely coming out black, where before on the old print we had, it always seemed to have a magenta tone to it, which was always a bit of an issue. You could never really get true blacks. And like I say, it's a nine month free trial, so I've got nine months to actually spend time um, refining what pictures I get. It's only just going to be a cost of what papers I use. Um, and the program I'm actually on gives me 300 pages a month, so I can't imagine us getting through that amount of um, printing in a month but you never know if I start to actually print loads and loads of images but I can't see it myself to be perfectly honest I think anything that I want that's going to be of a reasonable quality I will still go to a, like I say the a proper um, place to get them printed and not necessarily printing them at home last episode you heard me out shooting with the Lomography Sprocket Rocket and my Canon, which I was using Ultramax 400 in, and I've got the images back. Um, I have started posting them up on Instagram. The images from the Sprocket Rocket, most of them came out pretty good. I did have some that were really overexposed. Um, I don't know why, because the majority of them shots were actually shot at Pride so the lighting was pretty much the same all through the day but I think I had about three images that for some reason or another were totally overexposed now whether it's because I moved the levers on the settings or not I don't know um, to be honest it's only really got for shutter speed it's only got N and B which is normal which I think is either 160th or 100th of a second and B which obviously is bulb and then for the aperture it's either got sunny or cloudy and I'm pretty sure I had it on sunny for the whole shot but it, the lever is actually quite easy to knock or move so it might have got knocked or moved um, while it was in my bag but yeah the images came out pretty reasonable uh, what you'd expect for a lomography camera they do get a little bit soft 
towards the edges and I seem to be getting some vignetting on it as well. I did post some images to the negative positive group and I think it was Junior Wyatt uh, mentioned that his camera doesn't seem to have either of them problems, either the softness or the vignetting. So obviously Lomography camera and it's potluck what you actually get with the model you buy. Um, the model that I've actually got, which is sitting on the table, is is the black version, and I doubt whether colours make any difference. The one thing with it though is um, shutter will just fire constantly. You know, you can just constantly shoot, so you get double exposures if you forget to um, wind on, which I did do on one image so I've got a, a double exposure on that and also because the view finder is situated above the lens and not actually looking through the lens which you wouldn't expect it to on such a cheap camera you've got to remember to take the lens cap off which I did forget to do a couple of times but like I said before the way this camera is designed you can actually rewind and wind on again and back again to do double exposures or triple exposures um, it's plastic it's it's a fun fun little camera and I think I will use it for I don't know maybe architectural type shots that I want to take that I tend to take but we'll see how it goes like I say there's only one roll of film gone through it so far but um, it will get used more and more and I will see what sort of pictures I can get with it. And talking of the actual film stock as well, um, this is first time I've actually shot with the Ultramax um, 400. I did use it as the role for the uh, double exposure challenge, but obviously that role got messed up, so um, I never actually got to see what the quality of images were like but yeah I'm quite impressed with the images that I got from my Canon um, I like the look of the colour it's quite pun I wouldn't say punchy but nice saturation to it um, I'm not really a colour shooter that much I tend to stick to the black and white but I, do, I got three rolls processed and yeah like I say one was from the Sprocket Rocket the other two from the Canon and I was quite impressed with the images and the colouring from all of them um, and I've now picked up another three rolls of that and six rolls of Kodak um, Gold 200 so quite a lot of colour film now for me to actually shoot and I'm actually even now debating whether to start to actually develop my own colour. I know I said I probably wouldn't, but the thing is I'm shooting a lot more of it. My daughter's actually um, started shooting film as well now. Um, she picked up a Canon AE-1 a while back which she took to New York and with the amount of actual colour images we're both shooting it just seems to make more sense to actually buy 
a kit for 30 odd pound or whatever and see how many rolls we'll actually get from that kit um, my tank can do two rolls at a time so that shouldn't be too bad it's just actually having the space to hang the films up once they're processed because uh, uh, I can imagine that when I return from Paris I'm going to have quite a few rolls to process and the actual cost now of sending sort of we sent I think five rolls away which came to just over £20 just for developing and to be honest that's virtually the cost of a, a developing home developing kit anyway so yeah it could be that I will now start to go down that road it just means that I will need to buy some extra equipment like bottles to store it in and possibly some way of keeping the temperatures up in the bottle which a lot of people seem to be using these um, sous vide um, temperature gauges things to get their temperatures up and using it I've been watching a few videos of it um, I know Max Sheets film done a pretty good uh, video a couple of months ago I think of him processing his colour film which was quite interesting and a useful um, archive for going back to and looking at so yeah I think colour home processing is on the way well that's it for this episode hope you've enjoyed listening to me waffle on um, you can find me on instagram at on the streets podcast or when you're with a camera you can contact me via email at on the streets at talktalk.net or leave a message via the anchor app once again thanks for listening and bye for now